Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Patty Wilson in Patty's Playhouse. We're on Real Talk 93.3 FM in Tallahassee. Real Talk Station. I'm a realtor, a property appraiser. This is my partner, Scott. Scott Cowart. I'm just the beauty guy. <laughs> he, he beautifies and stylizes our listings. Yes, so we I talk do. real estate. We talk real estate in a small town. I like to call it house talk with a happy ending. Every time. Uh-huh. Every time. So no matter what we talk about, we always end on a positive note at the end of the <laughs> if it's show. Like that, you do. <laughs> right. Our website's pattyandscott.com, so it's Patty with a Y. My number is 850-656-0009. We have a huge show. It's all talk, all talk about Tallahassee today. So if you're listening from outside of the area, which we have listeners now in UK, um, South Africa, North America, it's just We're broader and broader. as you speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called House Talk without being. Right. Right? So we're going to talk about life in a small town and how it's evolving, regentrifying, which means it's changing over. My belief is that you you live in your house, you sleep there, you cook dinners, you meal prep, and then you go out and about in the world. And where do you live? How does the house function with what you love to do? So we work in the south part of town. We're on uh, Lafayette, which I really love being over there. I think we're the only, I don't know if there's another realtor close by, but what I do know there is. There is. We're the best. We're the best. So, there you have it. 
So we're over there, and I really enjoy it because it's very industrial. I grew up in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is a very industrial town. Went to Temple University, also very, you know, ghetto. Um, it, it is the ghetto. It's North Florida. I mean, North Florida, North Philly. Um, the little grocery store across the street from where I lived at 14th and Diamond was we called lovingly the Stab and Run. Uh, I saw my first machete murder, you know, nice. right across the street. So I'm used to city, urban, and the feel of it, and the life of it, the odor. I love it. I just love it. So I love being on that part of town. And Colette, our guest, Colette Probst, is the muralist who's beautifying Leon County. For it, sure. it, it just is... She really is. She's changed the facade. She's changed real estate and what you can do with it and how it functions and how you can make it pretty and what does it look like and how long will it last and who's gonna, who will it attract and how much does it cost? And she's made a career from being an artist, which we talked about a few minutes ago. It's really hard for artists to find somebody to help them be accountable, to help them make money, to help them support the art, to get better. And it revolves. We talked about Gain Street. We're going to talk about Gain Street, how that's changed and regentrified and lifted the area up. It's just amazing. It is. I just love it. In a short period of time, four years. So, Colette, welcome to Patty's Playhouse. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on at <laughs> short notice. It was just, I always say it's always Holy Spirit. I'm like, I'm going to ask her. And she's like, yep, I had a cancellation. Yeah. I'd love to come in. It's kind of spotty right now with all of the rain that we're having, so it just worked out. You can't paint murals in the... Certain ones I can. If it's a, a regular wall latex acrylic paint, then it's okay. Um, it, it needs a day or two to dry. If it's spray paint, I can paint in the morning, and then it, it can rain in the afternoon. But today would have been a latex project, which it wouldn't have had curing time. I'll dull you with paint facts. <laughs> no, I could have painted today. <laughs> what murals have you done? Rosie the Riveter was my first one that um, everybody kind of witnessed coming to, to life. That was uh, March of last year. Um, some of the more recent ones that are prominent was the Nelson Mandela over on Annabelle Diaz's law firm. And I did a really awesome Mario Brother one yesterday. I saw that burrito border. I Is love it? the yeah. throwbacks. It, I do too. Do you yeah. have any issue with trademark? Probably. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> Unknown. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, there's... There's a fine line between fan art and um, recognition that a celebrity status or a name needs in order to stay relevant. So things like if you think you paint a superstar, they, it's symbiotic. If I paint them, then they're being talked about and they're staying relevant. Um, so it, there's a it's symbiotic. We work off of each other. Now, it can be some issue if they're going to be a jerk about it. Well, know? I didn't know because it was a cartoon. It wasn't a human. I mean, yeah, same thing, though. I mean, I'm, and Nintendo uh, and Mario, to stay relevant, they, they like what's called fan art. So okay. Fifth Amendment right is I can take certain things and I can make them into art, yes. Okay. Um, but celebrities have a right to celebrity status where they could sue me if they wanted. Like, so, I can't just use whatever music I want on YouTube. I get all sorts $150,000 fine. All sorts of triggers. I mean, I use yeah. it. I can't monetize it. And I just have to disclaim and say, hey, that's Prince. Yeah. This is Delirious. Or that's Jimi Hendrix, The Watchtower. I just have yep. to be careful. Yeah. It depends on which uh, social you're using. YouTube mm -hmm. is a little bit more lenient. Facebook has the 150 fine. Um, so, you know, I... Right, but we there is a statute or a ruling that says because I've already paid for it mm -hmm. through here that I can use it, but yeah. then they can have their own layers of legal legalese yes. over top of it. So yeah. I wasn't sure. I mean, if somebody had asked a question when I said I'm going to have Colette on. They were like, "Does she have trademark issues?" Haven't yet. I know that you know there's 
bands like Metallica. Don't touch them. Like that's somebody Prince, you know. Prince, Prince was one who was like, "Do not ever look at yeah, my face." Yeah. So there's, but I, because it's considered art, um, there are a lot of gray areas. There really are, um, and and things that I can and can't do. I proceed. I make it. I mean, the worst thing that happens is I paint over it if somebody that's really a, gets offended. That's what I would say. Um, but for the most part, I think it's it's a celebration of them, um, and and most of them I think would like it. Agreed. You do a beautiful represent. I mean, it's beautiful work. Yeah, I don't believe in doing anything that creates a negative feeling for anybody. So if anybody takes it as a slight, then th- I would obviously want to redo it or take it down. Um, so uh, I appreciate that. I work very carefully to make sure it's appreciated by the young and the old. And nothing. so you sketch it out first. Yes. And then what do you do? Which put mouth? it on the wall. Put it I'm on the wall, kidding. but there's a whole lot of, like, you take, is it cubes? Do you have a software program? Like, what do you do? Yeah, so it, it starts with the conversation with me and the wall owner, business or residential. We talk about it. We kind of come up with some concepts. It goes back and forth. Those are digitally rendered images. I used to spend a lot of time drawing a watercolor, like you would see in a magazine. It's like a rendering. Mm-hmm. Um, but then business became so prolific that I did I couldn't spend that much time at the drafting table painting the watercolor. So I got familiar with the digital program and started working them out that way and so I send over a mock-up design to the business owner um, and we kick back a couple of ideas we want to switch this switch that for instance Mario Brothers he wanted food elements in there so which I, makes sense yeah yeah I put all those in there and then sent them back to him for his approval um, when it comes down to the day of applying it to the wall certain areas gra- uh, uh, manuscript writing mm-hmm. they're projected uh, the t-zone and a face will probably be projected too just to make sure it's anatomically correct everything else is just spatial and orientation balance. yeah uh, spatial orientation is huge. Once you get one element projected on the wall, uh, we were talking about this a minute ago, it's geometry. I know that, you know, that face was three feet, so that taco is going to be two and a half feet. I, I know that. You hard. know that. <laughs> yeah. This girl wouldn't. Well, it's yeah. like scale for a room when I'm putting in furniture. Yeah. I mean, Pretty I don't, much. not as much measurement, clearly, because yeah. I would do horrible in that, but the rest yes well if you have a a 60 inch television and you have a sofa that's a little longer than your television you're gonna know that it's Mm -hmm. probably a third bigger than your television it's just things that we're not cognizant of in our day-to-day i have to apply it every day so it's a little more familiar to me um so yeah was rosie the largest you've done no uh the largest is the fairgrounds it was 185 feet long um took me five weeks in january and february and that was the hardest project of my life wow yeah. Did it turn out the way you wanted it to turn out? Yeah, see, that's the hard thing as an artist. As we progress in our career, uh, we get better at certain things. And I think we want to go back and apply them. So we have to sever at some point and just say, you know what, that baby's going to you know, be right where I put her. Uh, but we want to go back and apply what, like, oh, I learned this really new design. <laughs> I want to go put it on that mural. Yeah, no, I can't do that. But um, Scott suffers from the same challenge. For sure. It's fun do you to redecorate watch it, your room often. All the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a. He wants to redecorate as common. we're decorating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, at some point, we have to realize we have to sell the house, and it's not our house. Sure. So there is a detachment that yeah. he has to have, and I'm the reminder of that. Look, it's not our house. It's okay. Right. It's gonna sell, and for a lot more money than what we originally thought. Yep. And that's how we apply his art. Which is same thing. It's so funny. Yeah, in many many ways. Although I'm not as artistic in that way, just can, it's just different. Yes, absolutely. You don't but, use, but we use. No, a but I think it's it's so I admire what she does in in such a way that I think most would love. It's like people who sing or have great artistic skills that way. I mean, I think it's just cool. Really, I cool. admire 
not only the art, but that she's able to apply it to support herself. Oh, right. I mean, and that's the difference that's between infrequent and few and far between. That's what for I was sure. saying. So many people are artists and they can't do anything with it. They just make it, make it, and hoard it because they can't detach from it. And then they yeah. don't know how to create a business out of it that people will pay. So when I looked at her store, oh, next segment, we'll talk about her store. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. So all the music in this show are uh, singers that Colette has painted. Ah. That's my Colette theme. <laughs> 850-656-0009. Playhouse 850-656-0009. We do have a guest today. Our guest is Colette Probst. She's a muralist in Tallahassee and apparently in Panama City because you're about to go do a job. Was it Panama City? Yep. I have an exhibition got, opening up Friday. Nice. So she got canceled, so I got to have her for a couple hours this afternoon to talk about her work and that I do admire her and I admire that she's been able to make a business out of it. I admire that she's changed the way Tallahassee looks and regentrification is part of real estate where things go, eh, and then someone new moves in and beautifies it and it goes, eh, again. And over the years, it's just beautiful. Yeah, the difference in all that is that you, you rarely find people that are making such an impact that Quickly. it continues. And she's done that. And I think that's fantastic, especially for our city. Out of curiosity, where did you go to school and are you from here? I am from here. Okay. Uh, I went to Lincoln High School okay. and then had a short stint at FSU. Okay. Fantastic. That's cool. And she, you love math, or have you just been good at math and you use I it? I do. To I love math. You do love I it. I do. I do too. I just don't like geometry. Just drives. And me she nuts. uses geometry to paint her murals because she has to. Yeah. Because they start small and yeah. then you make them big. You make them big. Yep. And you have a store. So if you go to Colette Originals, mm -hmm. Colette with a K. Colette K O L L E T Originals dot com. You can buy her her pieces, and they range in price which is really nice, that she makes it affordable for, for anyone to own a, an original piece. I have uh, four retail stores in Tallahassee that carry, they each carry a separate line as well. So there's some places in Tallahassee you can find. I have an app, ColetteOriginals.com, that shows you the stores and a map of all the murals I've done. That's kind of fun. Nice. Fun. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. That's what I love, is that you've been able to apply it to make a living out of it, that you're not, you know, working some nine to five. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but that's not who you are. Yeah, and you can that. take your talent me nuts. and and really expand your you can only do better by doing it by actually doing the art yeah thank you for that uh a lot of it is pivoting along along the course i was asked things for instance the app came about because i'm from here and a lot of my fellow classmates moved away and they come back and they said they wanted a map or, or a list of all the murals that i've done let me build an app and so i did that we got an app uh with a map of tallahassee showing them all the spots and then some 
people wanted to see my artwork and I didn't want to have people over to my house because I raised two kids kind of private and right uh so I found some stores that wanted to carry my artwork so I mean it's just kind of you pivot when you get questions that pertain to what you're doing and you figure out a way to to meet the request what we were talking about in between segments was the ask the art of the ask Mm. and I I am always interested how people ask questions to get where they want to go sure and you started asking questions to city leaders, mm-hmm. business owners, to who to start getting your work painted on murals. Who did you start? You said it was uncomfortable at first. I mean, it is. You go, if for me, you know, lacking confidence, just having this little mustard seed inside of you saying, you know what, I think you can do this, Colette. Can you do this? And you got to go pitch it to somebody. And you're like, yeah, I want to paint your wall. Um, so the, the first time I went up to uh, Russ, who owns the junction, and I said, I painted a a wall in high school I was painting then and it's been a long time but can I practice on your wall and he said yeah and so my first mural is at the junction on South Monroe and um you know it's a little simple silhouette of Slash and Dave Bowie and a jukebox Mm -hmm. but it was cool and people enjoyed it and you know I who doesn't like the reward of people smiling and saying that a girl or that a boy Mm -hmm. um and then I said you know what I'm going to do another one but I it was scary. I, I went up and I asked for, I just asked for a wall on Facebook. It was a, a blind request. Does anybody have a wall? Dean Minardi said yes. Um, he uh, owns the garages on Gaines. And he says, I have a beautiful wall. You should come check it out. And so I recruited six women to come help me. And the ceiling smashers happened. That was the Rosie the Riveter mm-hmm. mural. And then uh, Sherry Carpenter at The Hobbit, she calls me and she says, I want all The Hobbits done. And I'm like, I'm your girl. <laughs> so it just kind of happened. Um Word of mouth, social media is great because what I do is so visual. I always did uh, videos, time lapses of myself painting for study purposes for me to see what I could do differently the next time. But I would post them. Um, and because it was so visual, people like to see that. They like to see what was happening in Tallahassee. They like to see the mural come into fruition and how I did it. And so when people saw that, they shared it. And word traveled that I was painting. And People started to call. So it wasn't so much about me asking. It was just answering. Did the systems to develop the mural come naturally because you do love math? Did that process come naturally or did you have to fail a lot to get the system down? It, I, I hate to sound elementary about it, but it came naturally. It, it's, it's, I, don't, and I don't know how it's happening. I just know that a, the application to the wall to me, is the same process as when I'm at a, a drafting table completing it. It just requires more labor with the ladders and the up and downs. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Our website, Scott, my website is pattyandscott.com. Our number is 850-656-0009, and we do podcasts, so it'll be on a podcast platform after Sunday. So you, you had your systems in place. People were asking for your work, and then you decided to go bigger on social media. What happened? Um, I have, uh, you know, more people just started asking that it was really that, that sincere. It was organic. Yeah, it was very organic in the way that it happened. People asked, I came, I painted whenever there was downtime, I did studio time. So anytime I'm not painting out in, in the, the world, um, I'm in my house painting and creating my line. I normally create one line a year and have one show a year in which I've self-funded each show and have my own space for a one night pop-up show. Um, so people would come out and meet me from social media at those shows and see the actual artwork. Cause I wanted, my business model is great when it comes to murals, but I, I'm also facing time and that I know I can't produce murals 
forever. It's hard on the body and it's physically exhausting. So I need to make sure that I'm anchoring your balance. What? Just the balance <laughs> of being up there. You got to stay hydrated. You can't get dizzy up there. For sure. Um, but it's important to me to work the fine art side just as hard as I push the mural angle because I want to have some longevity in my career. So anytime I'm not out painting a mural, I'm producing these lines. And when I'm at home painting at my easel, I'm doing the same thing. I'm time-lapsing it and showing videos of how I do it. And I would post them to YouTube and Instagram. Because it's fascinating. It's fun to watch. Hell, I like watching it. It oh. is fun to watch. I mean, that that's where I learned that I wanted to do it when I'm doing a home is that I often start just working, but nothing really memorializes it. And when you did that, I think I even commented on social media, like, that's what I need to be doing. Do a time-lapse. Yeah. Which is why, just, why I bought that yeah, handy-dandy tripod. It's such a cool way to like people are always asking how do you make a bed that way or how do you know what a certain thing that i may do differently or more organically than someone else and it's hard to communicate that Mm -hmm. sometimes but visually it's very easy to capture what i found fascinating is with the murals for instance if they're commissioned by a restaurant um they're investing and they're not all local owns they're investing their money for me to put the mural up and I give them this vehicle this this video of me painting the mural and they put it on their website or they put it on their social media page to say hey look what we did and so they're using it as advertisement too um, so it, it's profound in the way that the videos are being shared and, and the reach that they're having but the, the business owners have such a pride of ownership when I well, hand them these beautiful. Nice. It's, but it's cool because they're sharing and I'm like oh it is and it's also something very tangible at the end to see it but the the process of getting there at a customer today that said i had no idea what was involved in what you do like mm. i th- they're paying a certain amount and said i just didn't realize it really was that how intense like how large of a an action it was going to be and so i thought i'm not i'm showing value at the end right but how do we show value in between because sure. we're bringing an entire home's worth of furniture into a house in right. many in many in many cases and in some cases not i i, I typically try to use in this as case much it was vacant yeah so we are bringing an entire home correct in two hours and create it in a day creating it in a day and then we'll have to take it out in two hours and put it someplace else and then we have to make it look fresh so that not every home looks the same correct. Mm-hmm. and people are like oh my gosh one girl this is the the compliment she works at a title company she was a receptionist at north florida title her mom was looking for a house she said this guy named scott has this listed and she said well does does it have a lamp in the bathroom because she wanted to know if that was this scott or a different scott so he puts lamps in the bathroom you have to look uh, at his art yeah i'm i'm his, the the photos that we have and it there's always a lamp in a bathroom so but i was like oh she recognized that without us telling her Right, but uh, being able to memorialize that in a, in a different way and to show value in between, I think it would go a long way for us. And so that was very instrumental in kind of me elevating what we're doing and how we get there. So I, I, I appreciated it for sure. So, yeah, the next one, we're going to do a time-lapse video and let it run. That's awesome. <laughs> scared, but yes. It is scary because this is not scary. This isn't scary because it's only an hour and it's not our life. Even though it, we're authentic as we can be, for it, watching you come off that ladder is just as a mom. That's a lot. It's tough to watch. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Stick with us. We have Colette Probst, the muralist. Check
God's love be with you. Welcome back, Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. I love this song, so it was really hard for me to start talking. 850-656-0009 is our phone number. You can see us at Facebook or Instagram, Patty Johnson Wilson or Patty's Playhouse. Website's Patty and Scott. That's Jimi Hendrix. I know. We have telling a- everyone else who may not know. Oh, for all of you who don't know. That's Jimi Hendrix. There you have it. So the choice of music today, the theme for the music was Colette. So she does a lot of artists portraits and the music artist i took one and found a song that i liked and that's the music you really get me i do i love it oh nice so you can go to her gallery on colette originals with an s right dot com and you can go to her gallery and you can buy an original yes it's very cool i got that lucille ball i'm interested in that would be a good one Mm -hmm. i'm definitely interested in lucille ball which means someone else will buy it now so you're welcome. Well, that one actually did land at Gordo's. I probably need oh, to change it? that on the website. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that one, uh, Eddie Agramonte, uh, Gordo's Bumpa's owner, mm-hmm. he purchased that one along with uh, Desi Arnaz. Nice. So nice. there is a set, The Lovebirds. Nice. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We'll have to go in and visit it then. Selfie or it <laughs> didn't happen. can't own it. I can't <laughs> own it. Visit it. Eddie. Eddie right. listens. Eddie, can I, can I buy that off of you? No, it is beautiful. Thank you. Doesn't mean she can't do another one. She has a couple of Keith Richards. She has a couple of Jimi Hendrix. Yes. She's Prince in there a couple times. So, so Have you, there's a really you do awesome. A lot of, you like black and white. I've read the article about you that you really enjoy black and yeah. white. Did you hear why? I guess yes, I should share. Your yeah, your dad was colorblind. So, yeah, funny thing. I owe a lot of this to my dad, actually. He was colorblind. So, in that, and growing up in a poor family, too, we didn't have a lot of supplies. You, you draw with a pencil. That's what you got, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But uh, also, he owns a waterproofing company. My grandfather owns a painting contracting company that were both really relevant here in Tallahassee in the 80s and 90s. And so learning, going with them to bid on jobs and things like that kind of helped me have co- uh, construction conversations and design co- uh, conversations with new developments and things like that. But, yeah, a lot of it goes to dad, the black and white. Um, and then also, as a rule of thumb in, in arts and painting, if you can grasp two-tone black and white, then adding color, it's easier. So you really need to master it on a, a black and white scale before you can even contemplate going further. And so when I, I you say to... master, what do you mean? Like on point. Oh, I mean, boy. it needs to look like, yeah, the OCD. You know, I can draw anything. It's about drawing it well, you know, and drawing it where you're happy. Anybody can draw anything. So we sell houses, you... and Scott stylizes and stages the homes because mm-hmm. it's different. Staging mm-hmm. and styling are completely different. And people say, are, is, is, does he need a certificate or No. You don't. In fact, there's people with certificates who shouldn't be doing it. I have it. a certificate. It's just an accounting. <laughs> so not, that won't work it's out. Not, so there's that. It's like, no. Right. You, you, when you're looking at a building, do you look how the light comes on the building? Do you, does that even play in that? Or do you care the way Scott Oh, it cares? absolutely does. Uh, well, because the sun is so intense. 
uh, and it's going to fade the colors. It's going to fade the pigments in red, yellow, and blue. So we have conversations about paint. Like I said at the beginning, I'll bore you with paint facts. Right. So uh, the direction the wall faces, the amount of shade that it gets, all of those things I have to be cognizant of when I'm designing, doing the design for the owner. And that's what we look at. With yeah. Well, I want it to have longevity. I want it to be the way I intended to be for a very long time. So you got to take it into consideration. When we were talking about what she did in, in time lapse and whatnot, and you were saying you post anything now during the break, which makes perfect sense because it doesn't worry me at all either. I think it was a couple of weeks ago where you were talking about there. there's just something about what you do and the way that you speak about that's so, so organic the way I feel about what I do. It's not something you can teach someone. You I cannot. mean, I wasn't taught this. I just kind of organically figured it out you can mimic you can't master right so when when you i don't worry about what people see or if they you know because they're going to come and see our list no i'm talking about the business side of it no i get that no i get that i'm not talking about what materials you use i'm talking about how we develop our business how we attract clients that's what i don't well i don't share into that end if things are happening organically for you, somebody can mimic it all they want, but they will fall they short. They don't master. have the stamina. Correct. They can't. Um, and, and with the population of what, 200,000, mm-hmm. if they don't like my art, that's okay. I've introduced them to art. They can find an artist in Tallahassee. As long as they start to like art because of me, I've done my job. So I don't mind people sharing, seeing my videos and wanting to paint because or paint their own walls. Cause well, it's not going to be like and, yours anyway. No. Well, uh, I mean, It'll I want different. them to aspire to do it, but as long yeah. as art is in their life, then they're having some type of enriching recourse. Because You of had them. a mentor. Here in town, he mentioned in one of the Tallahassee Democrat articles that you had. A, there was a gentleman that Dean. really talked to you Dean. about making this a business and coming yeah. out of yourself a little bit more. Um, I when I got clean, I started working at Macy's, and uh, I was there about a year and a half. And I was working uh, as an artist full time and working at Macy's full time. I was a business manager there, and I was going to work, thinking about painting and vice versa, doing commissions. I wasn't on murals at the time, but I was making a significant living off of these commissions, these pencil drawings I was doing. Um, and Dean Gioia, uh, I fell in love with his work. He's a master of light. He just does the most beautiful things with oil paints, which oil is not my forte. So I, you know, we, we envy what we are not capable of. Very true. So I reached out to him and I'm like, I really admire you. And he, and I took him on as a mentor, whether he allowed it or not. <laughs> so I messaged him one day and I said, you know, I really want to quit my job and just be an artist. He says, I haven't worked a day since 1979. He's like, and I said, well, how do you know when you're ready? He's like, you just know you can't have it any other way. So I put in my papers. It was that conversation was so impactful for me that... Um, Someone almost said, it's okay, you can go do it, you're good. Yeah, because as an artist, it's so niche. Uh, and a woman artist, you know, it... It's hard. It's hard because of the stigma that's applied to it, that we are not supposed to be able to earn a living, that it's 1% that's going to make it rich, that, you know, yeah, it's hard to have the guts and courage to go out there and say, you know what, I'm going to do it. And And people don't realize the cost involved, insurance, liability insurance, medical insurance, the cost of the paint, the cost of materials, the cost of the lift, the cost of... Whatever that is, they don't realize that. Contracts. I mean, I have payment schedules. I have people on credit. They have payment schedules with me for the murals. I have contracts. Um, I have insurance. I have... Um, so you have attorney. You have social media. You have a I, team of people. I had to And they have to be paid. Yeah, yeah. It's not free. Yeah. No, it's a it's a well-oiled machine that's happening at this point. I went up uh, about it up until my second year. Well, about a year and a half ago, I had to start looking at it. CEO, boss, you know, all of it. You had to kind of look at all the angles and get insured. Um, because I was getting on the lifts, I was getting on the ladders, and I have kids, and I want to make sure that if I am hurt, my income is going to be supplemented. Um, and then when business started to get a little bit more prolific, I had to have help, which is social media team, um, 
a stylist and a photographer to take the pictures because I'm not always available to shoot while I'm while I'm painting. So I mean, there's a whole team there. I posted something on Facebook and it was Mona Lisa and then like a child's version of the Mona Lisa. And it said, could you do this a little cheaper? And that's what I think. Like, yes, you can do it cheaper, but what are your results? Sure. Will your results be, I mean, nobody wants that on the side of their building. Mm -hmm. Nobody. It's so funny because the same day I saw the Mona Lisa with a David Bowie lightning bolt across her face and I saved that I was like I'm gonna wait for this Mona Lisa thing to die down and post this because it is gold <laughs> that is true well that would be pretty cool if we ever get a that's building you can funny. come do that that's the truth <laughs> that would be funny but it is really yes you can mimic but you can't master I'm with them all the time yeah I can replicate a room but I can't go recreate I just I can't put moss balls on a toilet the way <laughs> <laughs> that's something you'll never hear again in right. your life <laughs> hashtag moss balls right. <laughs> no it's serious like he doesn't just stick them there I mean it's the books it's the lightning like there's no coming back from right. this I, this, is true, going, this is going it's bad it's so true like everything he picks has a purpose it's not just sticking something there just to have something there and so many people in their own homes, me included, mm-hmm. we just have something there because we think we need something there, but we may not. You know, I let people down anytime they want to come over because they expect my house to be restoration hardware and all kind of like the Met with beautiful <laughs> artwork everywhere. And it's not. It is so barren. I have to get the babies out of there and get them into new homes. So I, I, I let people down. You can come decorate my house. Anyway. I would love to. Really? Uh, yes. I would sit and you watch can, the conversation. We, we can return the favor in kind. So when we get our office building... Would be glad to have her paint it for us. I yeah, mean, I think we're going to need it. At least what we're looking at these days. Yeah, we're looking at office space with a warehouse attached because we have so much furniture. I have so much staging stuff. We have currently. like two households worth of furniture now, and we want more. I and mean, it's hard to grow when you have no place to put it. Yeah. Correct. So, but it is change, and I do appreciate that Tallahassee has welcomed you and the art. And I, because I, the. You go to other cities like Austin, which uh, people yeah. talk about that. Austin's so funky. I mean, that's what it's called, the funky town. And it's got these beautiful limestone buildings with character. And no offense to Tallahassee, there's not a lot of character downtown unless someone's I'm creating I'm going to go into it. my elevator pitch now because you go. hit on something right there. 2017, Tallahassee sold more art per capita in the country than Austin and New York. We were ranked number one for online original art sales. That's awesome. That's yeah, that we needed we to need make the city resemble that. Right. I mean, we the numbers need to make were there. it rich. There you go. It has to look rich and That's why culture. my feet hit the pavement. I'm like, I got to change this. I love the culture of it. Be, at some point, it's got to be sustainable. We have to continue. It can't be a moment in time. And I think it's just continuing to do it. Yeah, this isn't a time capsule. I think it's a way life. Agreed. One more like. segment. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse, 850-656-0009. Stick with us. We're having a great conversation with Colette Probst. Keep you in the loop Though I can't tell you much Maybe trouble is your name Trouble is that That you can Everybody wants to find graffiti Prince? <laughs> Can you believe that is Prince? No. That is Prince, Graffiti Bridge. 
This is Patty Wilson. We're talking to Colette Probst. She's a muralist in Tallahassee. She's painting walls all over the place. How many murals did you say you've done this month? 46. In? 15 months? 16 months? Wow. Busy girl. Really busy. So my question, you were saying that in 2017, last segment, the Tallahassee is... What you say? The Number one most- art sales per capita in the country would be New York and Austin, Texas, which are associated with being big art districts. Um, it's and, because we don't it, get our story out. Yeah, and that's what that's what occurred to me. I'm like, when when I heard this, uh, I was shocked. So I'm like, wow, I didn't realize we were creating that as a village, as the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't realize that we were producing that much. And if I wasn't cognizant of it, I didn't think that most of the community was either. They're not. Um, you know, they have their favorite They're artists. They're not at all. I wasn't until two <laughs> right? seconds ago. So here's the thing is I kept hearing Lemoyne, New York. So I go and I visit these towns and I come back home. Like the only thing that I see that's different is the street art. All of our street art is kind of isolated in one quadrant in Tallahassee. Pretty much. Yeah. And so I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I at don't all. like it either, and I thank you for expanding uh, it. Well, for me, it was tourism based. I wanted uh, tourists and the community to get out and see Tallahassee. Um, I wanted the local owns because listen, a local owned business cannot compete with the marketing dollar of Nike, Walmart, Macy's. It's just not going to happen. So the only way they're going to win them over is with charm. How do you do that? And culture and a voice. Yeah. And so a story. personality, charm, human connection. It's human connection that people crave. Um, and so that was when I started realizing it started with the Hobbit. When I saw it at the Hobbit, when I put that there, I was like, wow, this is really a good business model. Um, and, and then I started reaching out to more restaurants. Well, who do you know? Who do you know? And then they just started coming to me. But it was in an effort to get people to take interest in our local owns and get Tallahassee recognized like Austin and New York are because we've got some good food restaurants. Yeah, the culinary we have really world. Good food. Yeah. We have really good food. And what I see when I mentioned Austin was just the structure of the buildings are not that exciting no. downtown. No. They're just not. They're not visually appealing for mm-hmm. the most part. They're just, I don't know why, but they're not. And no one wants to hear this Yankee talk about it. Austin has that. They have the beautiful limestone, so they have different materials that they can build with. But what you're doing is allowing that to come out, and you see what the owner likes. You see the personalities of the people that are inside yeah. and how they live. That's my point about like, real estate. It's how you live. Yeah, and it, it, you hit it on the head. How do we live? Who are we? We had to do art with each of these businesses that was like the owner. It couldn't have been some kind of wacky, crazy art that people couldn't connect with. It had to be the vintage, the pop-ups, the collegiate, the stuff that made a mom feel comfortable for her son to look at or her children to look Correct. at it and still the seniors would appreciate it because Tallahassee is such a melting pot of age and demographics so you have to find art that is still beautiful but it has its place here it couldn't be too wild uh, avant-garde the, that it wouldn't be accepted and so that's where the creative process comes in and that's when I'm challenged to find something like yeah that that might not work that happens sometimes you know they come up to me and they're like hey I really want to do this really cool thing i'm like i don't know it's kind of aggressive and we talk it out and do talk it out but that's what we do in houses and my belief and it's always been even before i met scott is the house has to look like the person who lives in it it cannot be grays and crystal and silver and pink and purple and the homeowners driving a you know a ford taurus yeah It, it doesn't match and when you walk in homes have feelings mm-hmm. in my belief and it doesn't feel like the homeowner yeah, i feel we like walls like have it. heartbeats yeah. so we are they connected do. yeah they, they do, do. Sure. and it has to, i think when people walk into one of what scott does is 
they feel they mm. feel love because of what we've done and they feel like oh i could live there we've had numerous people at the end of a closing we don't know the buyer we don't get to talk to the buyer and they say we chose this house because of your taste to the homeowner they don't even realize that wow and that is a huge compliment isn't it because the, you're able to take the personality of the homeowner and apply it to a home with a few of their pieces not all of their pieces put what we in them merge them and that's that what you're so doing rewarding. to the art you're taking something in, intangible a thought in your head and you're materializing it and somebody's saying thank you and and that is so rewarding it is i, I just the the difference between what i feel like you do and what i do is that it would be very difficult for me to go into something and actually have a plan like it i don't walk into i, I meet with the homeowners I talk to them, I fill the house, I look at their furniture, I'll tell them what they can keep, what they can get rid of. But I don't do any pre-planning. I literally bring stuff in and I edit along the way. Because you don't, don't know how it's going to feel in the house. I think well, that's me. And I, I appreciate people who can do that because I'm such a planner. Yeah. But I don't plan when it comes I to that. I will say that I have both types of clients. If the client is a type A and they want to see the mock-ups and they want to see how it's going to look with the 95% of, right. of solidarity, up, I give them the mock-up. But now there's a good 60% of my clients that here's a wall, paint something cool. I, I, those, 60%? Yeah. Those are my Most of them are trusting. Like. I think, but you have to get to that point. It's kind of like yeah. as, she, as she's built her business that. and we've done that, it seems like the difference is now that you can see it, the choice of doing it is no longer. It's just get it done. And that's why just it was so it. important to have that gallery of befores and afters. And yeah. we don't share the befores in social media. These are people's homes raw. Right. I don't do that. But we share them and say, look, this is what we've done. And then this is how much money we've made them. What do you want to do? And then they're like, there is no B. He he said, I want B. (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) So we can sell it as is, or we can do it this way where we come in and fix it. That was a conversation this morning. That was today. He goes, I want B. (laughs) I want want B. (laughs) It wasn't, now that we've decided that, how do we do it? And that's that's what we need. You you have to kind of buy into it, but with it, you have to see if I give up my house for four, for 30 days, if I'm uncomfortable, mm-hmm. if people are trying to get in and out and you're trying to paint, how what's the end result? How happy will we be? Will customers want to come see? Yours is a little harder to quantify yeah. than what ours is. Agreed. Ours is easy to quantify. Right. So yours is harder to quantify. Yeah, I'm under that right now. I have a, a concept for 10 murals circled around Tallahassee um, that kind of creates an Easter egg hunt for tourism and community and kids during the summer and things nice. like that. And I, well, I'm trying to pitch it, and it's really hard um, to verbalize and make it a tangible thing. Um, but I'm, I'm knocking down the doors trying to make it work. And if I can get this to conceptualize, it's, it's the same struggle anybody has when we have something that's kind of in our heads and we try right. to get it it's out. It's a creating. big idea, and like, how do I yeah, apply it? Yeah, and so I'm... You know, have that moment of being and then short we, and feisty and walking in. <laughs> and how do we pay for it? We need That's the That's the nail on the head right yeah. there. I mean, um, I've developed some very strong relationships with the locals, uh, the local businesses. And the option is to do, you know, local owned murals, to have them put around the city by and sponsored by the businesses, which I don't feel like is the best approach. Um, I feel like this is a visit Tallahassee thing that we can get with some marketing dollars. So. I'm going to try for that angle because um, the, the businesses are, it's hard. Summers are hard. Summers are really hard for the local loans. Um, for the sure. Students I mean, leave, so. right. it's, everything's empty. Yeah. I mean, you, you hear it at the radio station. <coughs> you know, the events are slower. The restaurants are slower. And it's so hot. Yeah. It does not help the situation. But how do we do that? It's just like up at Bannerman Crossing. I'm not, hopefully not telling a story out. But Bannerman Crossing was like, we have great weekends. Mm-hmm. 
how do we get it during the day? Yeah. How do we get these restaurants and stores to stay? It's that sustainability I'm talking you about. You have it's... to be able to replicate it at a scale that's comfortable that people are willing to pay to go at one o'clock. Yeah. To pay for it. Yeah, I went to a great talk this morning. Um, Carrie Post for Visit Tallahassee gave this morning, and they were talking about the tourism dollar and how much is linked to the arts and the murals and the entertainment. And it's just so profound the amount of tourism that's happening for the art so the way that we link it and we connect it is with art i believe now i know i've got some skin in the game with that but Mm -hmm. the numbers are there that the tourists are coming the families are staying because of the art so that's where and that's what you want they want it to be fun for the kids to be it has to be family friendly for the most part have the kids be entertained and polite by the way and then (laughs) because then the people without kids don't want to go and just enjoy where you are. And that is my, I keep saying, that's how I see real estate. You have to love where you live. Like Tallahassee was not my first choice to live here. It wasn't even tourist number 283. It was way on that scale. But now that I'm 52 and my kids are grown and Tallahassee has evolved. Well, you see, it, you see the evolution fun, of it, which makes it completely it, oh, different. Completely, completely different. Like, how long have you been here now? 19. I, oh. li- I moved here uh, right before 9-11. So 2000, it was... August 19th, 2011. Yeah, you Not got the, the bug. No. What is it? 2001. But, yes. So, but then it was kids mm-hmm. and depression for me because there was no ocean. So it was kids and kids and kids. And there was the, the university things to do, but there was nothing for people 35. Sure. Nothing. And then it's changed. Thank God. You know, it is. The music scene's looking good, the too. The music scene's Absolutely. really good. Agreed. And it's so varied. Yeah. It's not just bluegrass or country. It's so varied. You can hear anything you want. I like my see. 80s throwbacks. Me too. Do, do you too. like 96.5? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I'm talking about the rock throwbacks. Highway yeah. 85 and Tobacco mm-hmm. Robin. Yeah. Some really good throwbacks. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's nice stuff. So thank you so much for being Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So appreciate it. It's been one of my me. favorite shows. Colette Probst, muralist. This is Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. 850-656-0009 and I'm so glad glad Scott enjoys the show. <laughs> I'll never listen to it. It would have been it, awkward if you it. said you hated it. <laughs> Thank you.